We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tries to win it. Hang your wins. The Missouri Tigers and the Kansas Jayhawks. Welcome, everybody, to the Border War podcast on the Kansas City Sports Network, presented by 360 Vodka. Happy New Year to everyone tuning in and listening in. I'm Jared Sutton, and I'm joined by my boy, Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the the show. How uh, how was your New Year? How was your holiday? It was good, man. You know, just got to hang out with family, kick back, watch a little basketball, watch a little football. So it it was good spending time with the family, just relaxing and not thinking about anything but family. So... It was always good to to hang around family and do it on a holiday. Given we're a, a basketball podcast, I was thinking uh, as we were getting ready to start the show, like even when you were a player, and even now you're, you're coaching in in high school. I'm scouting on the on the NBA front with the Pelicans, but it does. I always look forward to the Thanksgiving holiday and the Christmas holiday because you do get a little time more so around Christmas yeah. and New Year's because you know yeah. there's a, a little bit of a break. <laughs> you know, you always look forward to the finals break. <laughs> Around oh, Christmas yeah. time, right? Because you knew. And now, on the other side of that, you had to practice a lot. Uh, so oh, there yeah. was probably oh, yeah. five or six consecutive practice. But you knew you had probably a day off. Four, now the four hours to the practices. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It was the coach coach's dream during during the holiday break to have a week of practice. But uh, I always think it's kind of a nice time to kind of just take a step back a little bit. And with Kansas too, I know there's a lot to get to with both teams since we've uh, had our last podcast. Just with. Kansas and everything going on right now with the yeah. Omicron variant and, and with COVID and uh, a lot of impacting a lot of games. Uh, I had a Creighton Georgetown game I was going to go to that got canceled. And it just seems like games are canceling or being postponed yeah. um, and probably at a, at a bad time. I know this is obviously impacting all of, of society, but in the sports world, I mean, the NFL is dealing with it. You know, the NBA is dealing with it. College basketball is dealing with it. It's just all around us. Um, but it, it, I think it also gives you some time for Kansas. They haven't had a couple games. It does give them a little bit of a time to a little, a little reflection, resting up, yeah. getting more self scouting in, trying to do as much as you can. And yes, trying to get a game on your schedule, given that they had to get canceled, but they're able to get a couple games back and they just pull off a win against George Mason yesterday at Allen Fieldhouse, which a great crowd on hand, yeah. given the weather, given the, you know, the ice and the sleep, yeah. Kansas fans came out. Good win for KU uh, as they get ready to start Big 12 play. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you hit it from all angles, obviously. Uh, no one uh, 
wants to try to deal with this new variant with COVID-19. And it, it almost feels like, you know, last year, you know, games being canceled, uh, people kind of holding their breath. Uh, is there going to be a season? Is there going to be a game? Um, so it's kind of, that's kind of how that new variant is uh, shown its strength. So um, it's always in the back of even, even my mind, like what's going to happen next. So, you know, it is yep. like that for those players and those coaches uh, involved directly with these programs. So obviously, you know, um, we hope that, you know, everybody can stay safe um, and we can uh, obviously, you know, keep our mask up, stay social distancing, be safe, all those little small things uh, to where we can continue these, the sports because sports means so much to, just so many people and um, um, you guys can, I mean, every the world could tell when uh, we got into this pandemic and we kind of felt like we were slipping out a little bit more uh, sports just was, was the healing for everybody. So we obviously uh, hate that part of the game, but as most coaches know, they must continue to prepare in case they, nothing does happen. So that's kind of the cool thing about it. Games are still being played. Um, and obviously the Jayhawks are uh, coming off two wins, one against Nevada and George Mason, um, uh, really two uh, good opponents that really uh, tested them and gave some of their uh, players a chance to grow um, in order to uh, get into big 12 play. So uh, the Jayhawks are kind of rocking and rolling uh, right now. Obviously, they have a big game coming up against Oklahoma State. Um, that's going to be a good test for them. Um, but always a tough place to play, too. Always. always a- and yeah, always a tough place. And, you know, that's uh, Coach Self. That's his alma mater where, you know, he put, you know, blood, sweat, and tears on that, on that court as well um, or for that program. Um, so, you know, it's going to be a lot of emotions with that game with him. Um, and, you know, Oklahoma State, they know uh, – they tried their best to to get Coach Self to be the head coach at that that program. So, uh, you know, they're going to try to make sure that they're prepared and they can let him know if they can that he made a bad choice in picking KU. So, you know, they're going to be ready and fired up to to make sure that they can do anything and everything that they can to make the Jayhawks go home with the L. Yep. Let's talk about just where this team is at. They, like you said, they're coming off two wins. Good win against Nevada. Uh, they yeah. win by 27. Christian Brown plays well. I thought Jalen Wilson was really good in that game, particularly on the glass. Uh, and then most recently, the George Mason win. You know, we've talked a couple of times on this podcast, um, and we really est- established Bill Self and just what he tries to do offensively with his five-man. And I yeah. feel like that was a big talking point coming out of this George Mason game. Mitch Lightfoot was terrific off the bench, perfect from the field. I think he was 7-7. Seven seven. Yeah. Um, Jalen Coleman, Coleman lands obviously shot the ball – uh, so well, shot the cover off of it. But when you think about the bench production, it was it was great. 38 points for, from the Kansas bench. But let's talk about Mitch Lightfoot and David McCormick right now. Because yeah. obviously David's struggling. I still think, you know, the way Co- Coach Self, and, and you know this, Coach Self after the game, I think maybe used the media a little bit to fire up David yeah. in the right way. In the right yeah, way. Because sure. I, I do, I do believe Mitch should. Lightfoot <laughs> – as he should. And I do believe yeah. Mitch Lightfoot's earning minutes. I mean, he's mm-hmm. playing so well for them um, in terms of getting on the floor, playing hard. He's always been gritty and tough. We, we know prison Mitch, right? Let's, yeah. let's be yeah, honest. For sure. But, but now he's finishing. He's playing with a ton of confidence. Yeah. He, and, and, and Jeff, like he just knows where to be. And he, he's obviously been there for what, 10, 12 years now. He's a seasoned vet. Uh, yeah. he, he's <laughs> just sure. that guy that, that you can depend on. So, 
what what's your takeaway right now with just that conversation of you know, David's been struggling, but David, I think is still, you know, he's a guy that's going to have to help Kansas throughout the season. Um, yeah, you know, he's, for sure. He's They're going to need struggling, him. struggling a little bit, but, but Mitch has given him great minutes. I think, I think Mitch's minutes could, could probably increase even more. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is a, this is a, uh, not a touchy situation, but I mean, it's a, it's a tricky situation. Um, when right. you talk about the bigs with KU, uh, obviously, you know, McCormick's the starter, uh, hasn't produced, been producing the way that, uh, I think many believe that he's capable of producing. Um, and you know, when you just kind of look at it, you know, he's, uh, not really doing it from a, uh, a point standpoint as far as scoring, um, which a lot of Jayhawk fans, and I'm pretty sure the coaches as well too, would like to see uh, him put the ball in the basket. Obviously, like you said, with Mitch, Mitch Lightfoot going seven for seven from the field, um, really was hitting to that that turnaround jumper. Um, and McCormick's just not doing it from a scoring perspective. But the way I see it is, um, and I haven't talked to any coaches or anything, but the way I see it is, I mean, you look at Jalen Wilson, who at one point in time was struggling as well too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he's, starting to kind of get out of his shell. But I think one of the things that Jalen Wilson did when, when he was struggling is he still went after and and rebounded the ball. And I think right now for David McCormick, that's one thing that, that he can do. I know he didn't really get an opportunity as much against George Mason, only playing uh, 10 minutes that, that game. Again, Mitch Lightfoot was just on fire um, and was doing some really good things, but, um, you know, four rebounds, you know, he's going to have to make sure that that he can get active on the rebound side. And really, if you're not going to put the ball in the basket from a scoring perspective, uh, I mean, even like, you know, so many people gave Landon, tried to give Landon Lucas so much heat when he played about not being able to finish at the rim. And but Landon Lucas took on a job. He rebounded the ball and he always guarded the team's best big mm-hmm. and always did a great job. So and eventually, you know, uh, his scoring at the rim got better because he continued to to do those little things. So I think that's what David McCormick's in a situation like that, where he needs to take a mindset from uh, Jalen Wilson and just attack the, 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 uh, the defensive rebounds, offensive rebounds, get, you know, outwork your opponent on that end of the floor and then just be ready for the ball when it comes to you. A lot of the time, David, I think, fumbles some of the passes uh, to where he just has to see it all the way in, be a little bit patient, see it come to your hands, catch it, finish strong, get to your move quick or kick it out. So, uh, but I think David, he'll get it. At, he'll get it at some point in time, coach self challenging him a little bit. Um, you know, these, these players are kind of glued to their phone these days. So uh, they hear things a little bit faster than probably what we would have back in the day. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, hopefully that, you know, uh, light a little fire under him, but if not, you know, I think Mitch Lightfoot, I think he's always been ready for an opportunity like this. And he's always waited his turn, went in, got some sloppy minutes, did what the coach needed, and cheered. And, and it's always been one of the best teammates. So it's always good to see a guy like Mitch Lightfoot be able to come into a game and impact the game. And not only impact the game, but almost look like, you know, besides Coleman Lance, you know, hitting those threes. Um, Mitch Lightfoot to me uh, almost was the player of the game uh, for the for the Jayhawks against George Mason. No question. I think he he really made an impact. And like you said, yeah, how are you impacting the game? There's more to, yeah. more ways to impact the game than scoring. It just so happened that Mitch was was great uh, from the field and really gave them a spark in terms of scoring the ball. And it should be said too. We said this the last 
time we were together. D- David McCormick struggled a little bit last year at the beginning of the year, and then he got a yeah. play and was very good. You know, so this is just you know, there's there's ebbs and flows to every season. Yeah. Um, but let's let's not you know forget that David McCormick was a, a real big impact player last year, and and he is a fully capable five man. Yeah, for uh, sure. You know, and that and like you said, that size and his strength and his ability to rebound the game. I think Landon Lucas is a very good comp- comparison in terms of Landon's impact. He he changed some games just with his presence doing other things. Yeah. You you mentioned two guys stepping up, and I, I think this game this win for Kansas against George Mason is a very good win in terms of taking a snapshot of this team as we close, you know, 2021 and start 2022, knowing Big 12 play is starting. And we talk about yeah. Mitch, let's talk about Jalen Coleman lands and his ability to shoot the ball because Christian and Ochai struggled. And yeah. guys are going to struggle to make shots every now and then. I think Christian was 3 of 12 and Ochai was 4 of 14. So those two guys that have really been really good for you and have struggled to make shots. Now, Christian was really good passing the ball. He had six assists, but – Jalen Coleman lands with five threes and shot the ball really well. That's what he can do. And that's yeah. why he came to Kansas is, is he, he can really stretch it and he can make shots. And I thought he really gave Kansas just as much as, as a lift as, as Mitch did in terms of making shots. Yeah, he did. And, you know, right before I was saying, you know, Mitch was kind of that player of the game, literally like I just kept, thinking of Coleman lands, like, yeah. I, I mean, he was really a good coming out party for him as well too. And, you know, he, I mean, he shot the ball. Well, he, he took a lot of the pressure and, you know, help. It was in key moments of the game as well too, because that George Mason game and, you know, shout out to your guy, Kim, you know, I mean, yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> shout out to your guy, Kim, man. I mean, that game by, by no straight, I mean, it was, it was a close game. The whole entire game could have went, any any way at any point in time so you know how momentum of a game can get and that's how that game was so i mean you know again i know you're you're i mean getting off script a little bit but i know you're pretty pumped to to see you know kim come in into the field house and and battle those boys i mean they they came in and battled so well, but I, I think Jalen's going to uh, I, I think he is happy about hitting those threes and uh if they can continue to build off of that cuz they're going to need it uh that's going to come in good for him yeah, I was just gonna say I I appreciate you bringing up Kim because I I uh, I was excited that George Mason got this game scheduled. Yeah, um, you know I obviously George Mason was dealing with their own you know COVID protocols and and yeah. they had a couple games uh, canceled as well. But you know I, I do want to say this obviously Kim English, a former teammate of mine, my college roommate. Um, you know, I was in his wedding. Unbelievable guy, unbelievable coach. Had a chance to go see George Mason practice, and I think I told you this, Jeff, when we we've sat down before, like seeing your former teammate as a head coach, and this was in practice in October, like to see him run his own team, you know, you kind of embrace that. There's like a moment of like, you know, you're taking that in like, man, this is a really (laughs) special thing. Uh, But then like you, you start to watch practice, like you watch any practice. Yeah. And you know, Kim's got an incredible ability to teach. Uh, He's got a lot of respect. Uh, He's got players that listen to him, that buy into him, play hard for him, you know, and and I thought they battled. I thought they gave Kansas, uh, you know, a good game. You know, (laughs) the first half was a battle. Um, You know, Kim's really excited about some of his guys on his roster, guys that transferred in. Uh, Josh Udora was very good for him. They got a little bit of foul trouble in the first half. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Devontae Gaines, who was really good at 15 and 12. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and this is his first year, and, and he's had some good wins, you know, wins against Maryland, yeah, uh, did go to Georgia, win at Georgia. 
Um, but I'm excited about Kim English. It's his first year as a head coach. Yeah. And he's climbed the ladder really quick. quick. Just, to, <laughs> just to see him, I mean, he's got an unbelievable basketball pedigree and knowledge and understanding of the game. And um, I just have always been really impressed by his basketball knowledge. But then to see him now as a head coach, uh, I mean, I'm so proud of the guy. But to come back, it was his, I guess, I think he, he, he was at Allen Fieldhouse with Tennessee. That was his first time back to Allen Fieldhouse um, prior to when we played in 2012. But first time as a head coach, uh, you know, that was a pretty meaningful day for him to go back to Allen. And he, uh, he said this before, Bill Self is one of his favorite coaches and Allen Fieldhouse is, there's nothing like it. So uh, for him to have that feeling too, I know he was uh, really excited about that and glad they got that opportunity. Hey, I bet, I bet. I mean, but you got to think like with, I think like um, under a minute 45, I mean, I bet if you told him, like, hey, with a minute 45, you'd be down eight points in the field house. Yeah. With your with with, with the ball in you guys' hand for a chance to, to make a play. Will you take those odds? I mean, dude, that's that's big time, dude. Obviously, like you said, having that feeling of having a teammate. I got to kind of experience that a little bit with Aaron Miles in the G League with the Santa Cruz Warriors. I mean, it's a it's an unbelievable feeling, and you know. You got to see your 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 roommate, man. Like go like that game could have, you know, man. All it takes, oh is man, yeah, a bucket, a steal, a turnover. Or, I mean, just linger, just linger <laughs> yeah, around, yeah. just stay around, just stay around, you know, man. That's right. Keep it to single. Keep you know, if you can keep it to three possessions, I always call it like plateaus, right? It's yeah. seven, it's thirteen, it's nineteen. Yeah, like yeah, if you can keep. Yeah. And there was there was yeah. times there where I thought, man, this game could get out of hand, and no. then all of a sudden they. <laughs> They punch back, and that's that's a great sign of a team that doesn't lay down for a first-year head coach yeah. to have his guys playing as hard as – and, I mean, a lot of his guys played, you know, 30-plus minutes. He have, Deshaun Schwartz played all 40. So, yep. I mean, his, his bench is pretty limited, and they had a couple guys out with contract tracing. But uh, still, really – and there were a lot of Mizzou fans watching that game too. There's a lot of Mizzou yeah, fans that are watching sure. a lot of George Mason games. So. Uh, fun one to to cover, and I'm I'm glad that they were able to get Kansas scheduled. That's a, a great game for them to to play. Oh, that in. was, yeah. Let's um, it's, it's going to be fun to see how far and how he can keep developing that team because they're going to be a team that nobody wants to play. They're yeah, going to be and, a team and, that nobody wants to play. I mean, that's a good league too. George Mason is a a yeah. good basketball school. You know, in that Virginia area, Kim is from Washington D.C. Uh, excuse me, from Baltimore, but in that D.C. area, he knows that D.C. area well, but he's yeah. from Baltimore. But, you know, just to have that, it's it's almost a homecoming for yeah, him. It is. But, you know, he just knows that area so well. And then for him to go and beat Maryland, you know, like that is a big time yeah. statement in terms of that region. Like, you know, like that's a big win for him. And yeah. Kim's Kim's already proven himself as a recruiter. He's done that at yeah. Colorado. He's done that at Tennessee. I have no issue. I mean, I don't think there's, he's going to have any problem in terms of that part of it. But I also think, you know, he's, he's got a knack to develop and that he knows yeah. how important, you know, developing skill and developing players and people and, and that culture, like he is all about that. And that's why I, I think the sky is the limit. I think he's just oh, trending yeah. so high as a head coach to be, you know, 33 years, 33 years old and, oh, yeah. and be a head coach at George Mason is a, <laughs> is a big deal. So very, uh, oh, yeah. very proud of, of <laughs> my teammate for sure but uh let's let's switch gears let's let's talk about mizzou um they lose to kentucky their their first game out here in, in sec play they were without conzo martin as we talk more about you know covid implications yeah. and protocols without the head coach but uh, had all their guys 
Um, they get beat handedly. Uh, Missouri did keep it close in the first half at Kentucky, by the way, at, in Lexington. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Cornell Mann did a very good job as an interim, you know, uh, head coach. Uh, I thought he did a very nice job. Just I thought they started pretty well to be in that game, but it was one of those games, Jeff, where if Missouri had a chance, it was going to have to be ugly. And I, I worry that that's what we're going to be talking about a lot with this team yeah. is if Missouri's going to have a chance to win, it's going to have to be ugly. There's going to have to be multiple turnovers. You know, it's going to have to be missed shots and taking charges and just making the game as ugly as Muddy possible. Muddy it up, yeah. And, and and you're going to have to try to be in the 50 to 60 range of a game, and Kentucky got up to 83. And if a team's going to score over 80 points, Missouri's going to have a tough time winning. Um, the, the positives of this game, Jaron Coleman, we haven't talked about enough. He's been in and out of the lineup. Uh, he was out for a couple games, but he has played well for Missouri uh, against Illinois at 15 points, played well. Yeah. Uh, had 10 against Kentucky off the bench. Um, so he's given them a little bit of a lift, but it was good to see Teron Brazil start for Missouri. And I, I think that is a good sign for Missouri. They got to play yeah. some of these young players. Anton yeah. Kuchar started. I think that's a good move. Um, you know, we know what this team is. It's a, it's a team that's going to struggle and they got to find a way to develop some of their young core talent. Yeah. Um, and you got to try to get the most out of putting guys and see what you got. That, I think yeah. that's the biggest thing. See what you what you got. Kobe Brown struggled. He was in foul trouble. And when Kobe Brown's in foul trouble, and I think he played 24 minutes, 0 for 3 from 3, 2 for 9 from the field, Missouri's going to have a tough time winning. So um, not, a, not the way you want to start league play. Missouri's now lost two in a row. They host Mississippi State on Wednesday, and they also host Alabama on Saturday. So they got two games at home. Hopefully you'll you'll play better on your own floor, uh, but still a, a struggle right now for for Mizzou. Yeah, and I mean you said it best. Uh, you can't go wrong when when you start to focus on on some of those young guys because uh, they're young and you never know because they're growing. You never know when a young guy is going to get it when something's going to click. And like you said, you got to start preparing those guys uh, for next year as well too. Obviously, putting the main focus on on this year and and not jumping ahead to next year, but, you know, getting ready for whether it's the big 12 conference, because I think any school, uh, as long as you can develop, like to me, my mindset is like, Hey, no matter where we're at in the conference, if we win the big 12 conference, I mean, we go into the dance. I mean, right. right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we go into the, we go into the dance. So, uh, you know, as a coach, you want to make sure, you know, those young guys are, are developing because you never know once they get their chance and once they, you know, feel like they can go and get some confidence and some repetition, the sky's the limit. And I think uh, Missouri's definitely at a, a chance right now to, to do that. And you mentioned it, muddy up the games. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Yep. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, you know what? In, in, in today's game, a win is a win, whether you, whether you muddy it up or you try to play a, foul, a fast style play of uh, a game. I'm sorry. At the end of the day, those coaches aren't, you know, out to please. They they're out. They they're not out to please the fans and and give the fans what they want. If we gotta muddy it up and make this game uh, in the 50s or 60s low scoring game, hey, then that's what we gotta do to win. But um, I know Missouri's trying to figure it figure it out. And you know what you want to make sure that you know they continue to do is get better each and every game. 
some of those details too, Jeff. I, when you look at some of these box scores, you're you're, and I think you know, it's you don't want to fall in love with the stats or analytics. You know, you also want to evaluate it with your eyes, what you're seeing. But when you look at the numbers, I mean, Missouri's you know 33 percent from the field, 20 percent from three. Yeah, you know can, that's not going to get it done. But then also, it's not just the field goal percentages and the shot making. It's also they were minus 14 on the glass. They you know, got dominated on the glass. Yeah, uh, that is athleticism and size. And then they were plus 10 in terms of fouls. You know, this team's got to stop fouling. They yeah. got to learn to play defense, be solid. And I think that can happen with teams that, you know, are losing yeah. or yeah. have a big deficit. They start bad habits. And I think yeah. that's the hardest part as a coach is, you know, you got to find a way to really have that discipline and mm-hmm. teach that as the season goes along of, hey, look, we have to continue to stay disciplined and be a team that, you know, feasts on habits, you know, does the right yeah. things, plays defense without fouling, boxes out, you know, those type of little details, right? It, we've talked about this before. It's just attention to detail stuff. That's and all when you is. have a young, when you have a young team, you got to be teaching that all the time. Yeah, because they want to get exactly. Yeah. They want to go off script. They want to go try to get the game with scoring it leads to bad decisions. And all of a sudden you can just see it be compounding yeah. mistakes. And that's what gets you in trouble. And if you want to have a chance to grow and improve, it's going to have to be the details and it's going to have to, you know, not try to go get there. You know, you it's two points and three points and one point for a free throw, right? It's one possession at a time. You you can't just go get the game. It's a 40 minute game. Uh, Those things can, can, uh, can really linger. I think with young guys uh, that can ultimately be a, be a, be a problem. Um, I did want, I did want to acknowledge too, on the Mizzou side, we got to give a shout out to Robin Pinchton and the Mizzou women's basketball team for their upset victory against number one, South Carolina That's this big. last week at, at Mizzou Arena. Unbelievable win. Um, Missouri had multiple players out with COVID, including their their best player, Asia Blackwell. But to win at home uh, in overtime, Haley down Frank was a, great. Down some, down some soldiers. Down, oh, wow. Yeah. Lauren Hansen was great, had the game-winning bucket. Uh, Robin Pinchton has been at Mizzou for, for many years now, and She's to see where the Mizzou women's basketball program is to, to when, you know, when I was in school in 08 to 12 to where it is now, Robin has done such an incredible job. Uh, awesome. Sophie Cunningham probably lit a fuse under the program and gave them four great years, but Asia Blackwell, a lot of these Haley Frank, a lot of these players that have come after Sophie are kind of carrying the torch and, and Mizzou is making some noise. I think in the sec this year, they're 13 and two now. Uh, so we got to oh, give wow. some love to the Mizzou women's basketball program doing a great job and a big shout out to Robin Pinchon as well. Hey, you got, Hey, you got to give credit when, when credit is due, man, you know, Hey, I give a shout out to, to Mizzou women as well too. That's, that's always good, man. When you can, when you can knock down a number one, a number one, t- a number one seed team and do it at your, at your own crib as well too. So, and be short some soldiers as well too. I mean, wow, that's, that, that makes it even more historic. So, uh, shout out to Mizzou women's uh, squad, basketball squad for that win. It was a big, uh, big moment for Mizzou fans. That's it's rare too, Jeff. To like Mizzou women's or w- women's basketball in general, you don't really see a ton of upsets like you yeah. do on the yeah. men's side. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's. I think it's great for the women's game too to see some of these upsets because it's you know you just you don't see them a lot, and so for Mizzou to do that shorthanded. That was pretty impressive, and uh, they they got a lot of love, and they they deserved it. Um, so I was I was really happy to to see that for for them. Um, good good way to close the year for for them, yeah, and they've sure. they've been dealing with some 
some things off the floor like everybody has with COVID, but for them to win that game was was pretty big. So, oh yeah, Jeff, we'll let you get out of here. Is a uh, good to good to connect and catch up. Been too long. Happy New Year to to you and, and your family, and we'll look forward to the, the week ahead. Kansas yes. to, goes to Oklahoma State, Missouri at home for a couple. Mississippi State, Alabama, and we will catch up next week and we'll break it all down. Big thank you to Tucker Franklin running the operation we'll see we'll we'll see you guys next week it's like the dj (laughs) dj tucker let's go it's happening daily we're being conned by the institutions we used to trust the mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.